0: Why are you laughing Not
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus, let me do it. Huh? Because it's my birthday. Honor me. Oh, my. Is it really is your it? birthday
2: today, Josh?
0: When this episode aired, it is my birthday. Uh-oh, I'm a- <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Never mind. Keep going, child. <laughs> honor me. It's my birthday. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Why would you be so fucking ignorant? <laughs> <laughs> I deserve honor. This, this year twenty nine, I deserve honor. You Go understand ahead. me. Uh, mm-hmm. Welcome to another episode of the Way I See It podcast. I am your host, uh, Josh Deway, Man of God. Uh, okay, <laughs> <don't> so <laughs> Abbott Elementary has become my favorite thing. It is so hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. What she said. My name is Barbara Howard, I, Woman of God. It is. I am introducing myself like that forever. Oh my god, (laughs) so welcome. This is my birthday episode. Um, so welcome. We're gonna honor me today. Oh god, so Jeremy, I need you. So, Jeremy, I need you to reverse those eye rolls, (gasps) repent unto me. You're gonna honor me this episode. Let's start. (laughs) I deserve honor, I deserve honor, and I shall get it. Let's start the show. First of all, Jeremy, you're not about to wear me out with these cheeses. The motherfucking cheeses. <laughs> you are not about uh, to wear oh, me out.
1: Oh, my God. What? Ooh.
0: what? Ooh. <laughs> Big mama on <in> your arm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, because Amazon kind of took their money kind of quick. What if I would have changed my mind? You know, usually they take like two or three days to process their payment. They said snatchy, snatchy. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. That was a large transaction, honey. They're getting their money like, tonight.
0: They, they want to be very sure <laughs> in times like these. Be very sure. <laughs> baby my god that that, that debit code holds and grips (laughs) that checking account (laughs) um we are back um it's january 14th by the time this episode airs so it is my birthday so honor me i'm gonna say it all night honor me (sighs) when i don't feel honored i'm gonna let you know jeremy honor me take all the sass out your face
2: and (laughs) ain't. And ain't um,
0: how y'all doing this week, Jeremy? How you? How you? You rebellious one? How are you? Okay, you know, I'm praying it. for you.
2: I'm praying for you. I need the prayers to reach, not to touch. <laughs> I need them to reach. Um, you know, so I decided prior to our recording that I would tweet, "Hey guys, I will take as many shots in a three minute mark." For those of you who like the tweet, so seven people like the tweet, so My I wife. have taken seven shots of crown royal apple so i'm feeling marvelous i'm a little hot i bet you hey, are man I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna turn my air on in a minute but we bless god
0: well don't so, take another shot for me since i can't you know because you know my situation so i just got water. oh yes oh you so.
2: fasting mm-hmm.
0: yes hmm. this this that's is news to, this is, wow that's honor news me. to me honor me because <laughs> <laughs> maybe cause you'll start living right because <laughs> play with me you'll, be, you'll choke on the cheese <laughs> Don't no pl- start living right. <laughs> that sounds like witchcraft to me, John.
2: LaRon, <laughs> <laughs>
0: isn't it prevalent in the church? Hmm. You know how the saints do. Hmm.
2: <laughs> a little fast, okay? okay. Maybe I'll get a little bit of Holy Ghost.
0: Huh. LaRon, <laughs> hmm. you have some sense. How are you? Um, Oop, he don't. <laughs> he don't. He really don't, but I'ma just to count that
1: on. to the crown, Jeremy. <laughs> Cause you you real loose with your lips tonight. So we're just gonna count that to the crown. <laughs> um, you know, we said a prayer answering God. I was
0: um, How ya- sick. You know, it don't take much for me.
1: <laughs> you know, I I was very I wasn't feeling too well on my body. Um people try to say it was COVID or Morion, but it really was the flu. Um <laughs> And I, I, I really was not feeling well, but you know, th- people told me to go to the doctor. But I went to the doctor, and he told me that it was flu- It was a fluid. Just have to ride, ride it out. But you know, I know the ultimate physician and he's still in a healing business. <laughs> so I thank God. <laughs>
0: see, you, you, so you got to be real careful, see, because I'm churchy outside of a fast but now, but now
1: you're real churchy inside. <laughs> oh, so Josh, no, you're not going to be cussing tonight. No. Oh well, wow.
0: But I, st- the, but the Lord is kind. I I'm, feel like you. I feel like y'all gonna try to try me. I'm not, sure not. I'm not. I'm not.
1: See. see I what? am. Look at the devil when you want it to do. I good. am. When you want to do good, evil. Evil is, is always, always in in, in you. <laughs> evil. Mm, he got his God.
2: little. He got his. He got his little purpose shirt on tonight, trying to be deep and shit. Oh, because <laughs> I'm
0: because I'm me on purpose. Mm. Ooh, I'm gonna pray against that spirit that you are working with. <laughs> Jeremy <tonight>. is coming hard <laughs> tonight. Oh all the more goodness. reason now. <laughs> so so let's play a game. So uh because it is my birthday, um, so this is my plan for my birthday, because you know I can't do too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm really gonna have to celebrate in February, but I can't do too much on the actual day. So I'm I just plan to watch Disney movies all day. So I want to play. Um, song association, but Disney style. Okay. So, um, the words that I say, you have to sing a Disney song. Oh God! Um, it has to be. It has to be a song from Disney that's either the, in the title or it's a lyric. Mm, okay.
2: Okay. Oh my God! <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So I'll I'll start with man.
1: Wow. Mr. make a man out of you. <laughs> okay. Be your yeah. man. <laughs> Come on, Mulan. <laughs> yes. No, oh, that's yes. right. Because
2: <laughs> I didn't know. And I worked that shit. Oops. <laughs> oh.
0: Okay, y'all really have <laughs> to excuse this crown because <laughs> Jesus. He is um. on one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Simple.
2: Mm. I'm going to eat some Cheez-Its. <laughs>
1: simple. It's just the bare necessities. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Simple bare wow. <laughs> Forget about your worries and your stress. Le'Ron, you've been there. praying. You've <laughs> been praying. I'm just really a big kid at heart. I love this in movies. <laughs> you have been praying,
0: man of God. Hmm. I'm over too. Um, let's do this one. Um, Need. <laughs> Jeremy, this game is taking you up. This is how I felt playing Dirty Minds.
2: I'm stressed.
0: <laughs> this is Needy. where you at.
1: Need need need, mm-hmm. need I need you. Let's <laughs> <I need laughs> how Walker. <laughs>
2: Period. Because at this point, need.
1: I don't know. Um, I, don't, I don't. Which one you got, Josh? You got one?
0: Kim Possible theme song. Whenever you need me. Baby, oh, yes. Come and
1: Oh yes, good, good, good,
0: good, good. Call me, beat
1: me, and oh. reach me, yes, yes. Okay, that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> and Jeremy, gets
0: on my fucking nerves. <laughs> okay, Jeremy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this one for you, mm-hmm. friend. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: you've got a friend in me.
0: Yes. <laughs> not the Walls Group version, but Toy Story version. You've here. got a
2: friend <laughs> in me. <laughs>
1: Hey, now we know that's Josh's favorite movie.
0: (laughs) And I plan, I plan to watch every Toy Story. How many are there, 16? There are four. Uh Four. But if you you count the shorts and the specials, there are a lot more. Mm. So but I'm also gonna take my, myself to the movies to see uh, Scream. I, I do want to see I'm that.
2: going tomorrow. I'm gonna be scared as fuck, but I'm going.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go on my birthday because I want to be honored. Honor. Man. Oh God. So, oh, man. That's, gonna, that's gonna wear me out. <laughs> it's gonna, it's like these cheeses. <laughs> like you t- like you turning over his cheeses. Okay, so y'all. All right, Miss uh, Purpose. Okay. One more. <laughs> One more, and then we're gonna move on. Um
2: <laughs> Yep. Yup. Yep, in my white tee. <laughs> Yo, shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are so embarrassing. Um, yep. Yep, that's oh me. God.
2: Yes.
1: <laughs> that's so wow. raven. It's the future I can see. <laughs> you know, said, so the <laughs> way she said I, the way she said I, says we got every time. That's it's the future raven. I can see. <laughs> Not so
0: rape. Okay, Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so speaking of, so um, I'm just excited to turn another year. I really am. I'm finally excited. And I'll tell y'all why when we get into the main topic, but I'm finally excited. Um, But (laughs) so this is the first year that I'm like fasting on my birthday. Mm -hmm. Never done Hmm. it before. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. okay to say, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna give into temptation I ain't gonna I ain't gonna I ain't gonna take the baby fasting who knew <laughs> <laughs> um so I also started working out again so listen when I, baby it's 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 a new season <laughs> Hiya. so I've been in the gym and that's why I can't laugh too much because baby, this cool, baby. Come on. Jesus. I love it.
1: See, now I'm, that I'm not sick no more, I'm definitely gonna be hitting the gym too. Because
0: yeah. I done bought these weight gain pills and yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, all of yet all of last year I um I healed mentally. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this year I'm going to bring that into the physical <laughs> Amen. Baby and I'm coming out of this thing fine. You understand me? Okay. I'm giving myself to the end of March. To get this, by, baby. That that you is about to go back to a V, and baby, when I say this, <laughs> there, there are going to be more of you that need to that need to fast and pray. You understand? Because I'm I'm doing this to become a stumbling block. Okay. <laughs> but what Maybe. is
2: that? What is that pantry looking like right now? Because your pantry is very ungodly in Christ.
0: No, it's very. I I threw everything away. Oh, look at you. I threw everything away because I because I know me. If it's here, I'm gonna eat it. You're going to start investigating. Wait, now?
1: Are we just going to, are, are we just going to like just mow over ungodly in Christ? We're not going to pay attention to that. <laughs> I didn't
2: even
1: hear that. <laughs> didn't see, that. <laughs> see, that's what happens when the sin is going to be real, real deep. He sounds the Holy
0: Ghost make a fool out of you. Okay. Want to make a fool out of you. <laughs> Ungodly in <ingressed>. Christ. <laughs> um, no, but I mm. I I am eating vegetables. I am, you know, it's whew. I so I left the gym today, and I swear Popeye's is very much <laughs> so like a long way away from my apartment. I walked out of the gym today. Baby, the smell that filled the, the highway. I okay. said, Jesus. <laughs> I said, I said, Papa, they never smelled this fresh and so strong. <laughs> It'll I'll get you. It up. It'll get you.
1: Listen, growing up, we used to fast. I used to be so pissed because my mom and I used to make us fast when we were kids, <laughs> and we would do the Daniel's fast. And they were My mom would cook nothing but vegetable lasagna and quiche. I would be and spinach quiche, spinach or broccoli quiche. I was pissed i'm like y'all faster not us like
2: I, i'm <laughs> i'm, children's I'm we don't in do children's shirts. we're gonna take me
1: to mcdonald's like so my chicken nuggets and fries
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. vegetable lasagna slaps though if mm. it's done if it's cooked right, if I, it's mean, cooked right. It, I mean i mean it was good it,
1: it was good but like i was just overeating that because you know what daniel's fast is like 40 days and i'm just overeating vegetables for for, for at 10 oh, years yeah, vegetables I for I don't, 40 days. I
2: don't play with daniel Da- unless it, it's, unless it's Daniel from Insecure <laughs> hold on
0: hold on it's a what now
2: a Daniel fast
0: it's how many days isn't a Daniel fast 40 days no that was the fast Jesus went on baby oh, oh my Daniel's bad Daniel's fast was 21 oh uh, my fault see
2: he was talking about me being ungodly in Christ that's what you get oh my fault <laughs> my bad it was it was um, one of them numbers
0: <laughs> it was one of it was, it was a long periodically time right um, <laughs> so yeah it's 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 I'm enjoying it, but it is it's hard work because I'm just like I didn't realize how much stress eating I did, mm-hmm. like especially working. Mm-hmm. Like it's just okay. Let me let me eat me a, a little dip of cake because I'm about mm-hmm. to I'm about to go off. So not having those things that I relied on. But honestly,
1: it's a great way to start your year. You know, my my church in Charlotte that's where we got the Daniels fast from because my church in Charlotte mm-hmm. we do a 21 day fast in the beginning of the year. We cut out um, like all social media all those foods and everything like that. And it's a it's a great way to start like to start off your year yeah, for me. It's, like, it's, especially like when you have those prayer journals and those like those reading plans that are set out for you during the fast. It's yeah. a wonderful way to start our year. I I wish I would yeah. did it this year, but mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, my, my my journals cause I journal every morning and every night and then I do my morning devotional and I have a night devotional. So it's been very rewarding. I'll, I'll say that. It's, That's great. it's been very good. Amen. Um, let's go hmm. to center stage, shall we? Well, the person... These, I, these <laughs> is about to wear me out, Jeremy.
1: <laughs> well, the person I bring to center stage is no longer with us, but she is being honored. Why y'all making a face? She passed. Because no y'all,
0: y'all like to kill people, so I'm, I'm... Well, no,
1: she's no longer with us, but she's being honored, Maya Angelou. She is, you know, she's becoming the first black woman to be featured on a U.S. quarter as a part of a new program under the Treasury Department to celebrate women's contributions to the U.S. So I think, yes. So um, the U.S. Mint said Monday it started shipping uh, the Maya Angelou uh, quarters to banks. The coin is being released as part of the American Women Quarters Program, which will see five quarters, Featuring other honorees shipped each year from 2022 to 2025. The individuals featured on the tail side of these quarters will include women, excuse me, women who have made a mark in these areas like science, civil rights, suffrage, and more. So that's amazing. I love that. Um, And now on the quarter, um, they didn't do my girl right because it kind of looks like Sheree Whitfield on the quarter. But, um, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that she's not alive to receive this honor, but you know, shout out to Maya and the Treasury Department for making this happen. Yes, that's Maya.
2: She said, yes. God loves me.
1: <sighs> Listen, that made me think every time. But I, I understand. It. But I understand. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> understand
0: it she said it, but I understand it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But that's that's very good. I mm-hmm. however, karma, I, I thought there was a coin shortage. Did they did they find coins? I guess they found coins. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I can't answer that question for you. But apparently, from twenty 2020, twenty from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty five, they're going to be different quarters since I was you know honoring different. Has our different beloved women.
0: Harriet Tubman made her right. what, happened? What, what happened twenty dollar bill? What happened to Mother I'm, Harriet? I don't know. How mother Harriet.
1: I can't. What happened I, to I'm, Mother? I'm only bringing you this news that I that I saw today. <laughs> I, oh. I can't answer those questions. I'm sorry, Mother Harriet. Have, I can Mother direct it to the US Department of the Treasury, but I can't <laughs> I can't answer these questions for you here in this moment. What they
0: say in the church, this 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 is from the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is from the bishop. <laughs> Jerry, who, who who
0: who we calling back? Who who got calling you back?
2: You know, so I as I prayed about this thing, oh it Um I'm smacking in the mic. I'm sorry, y'all. You are <laughs> I said, who do I want to call me back? Um, So as I begin to... You know, one thing I love about church people, we always say, as I begin to.
0: (laughs) As I begin to. It's so dumb.
2: So as I began to scroll social media, I saw somebody post, church people get a life outside of church. So that's who I'm calling out tonight. So church people... Get a life outside of the four walls. Please. I, I agree. Please. I agree. If if you haven't learned anything else during this time of the pandemic, especially if your church was shut down or is still shut down or has just recently been shut down again or again. Again. You no. Know, um, <laughs> so bad. Take <laughs> this time and figure out what you like to do outside of church. That's yes. right. Absolutely. I think it's very important to have a normal life and a personal life. Um, so, yeah, that's who I'm calling out. Mm. So I don't want to name names because, I mean, I'm seven shots in. So I really <laughs> do, but I'm not going to yeah, do please that. Please
1: don't do that. Please don't. Um,
2: <laughs> but you live in California. But anyway, okay. I just <laughs> feel like if you're listening to me on tonight, find something to do.
1: Yes, outside of the church, and can outside I can I add to that? Can I, and and you know, I love the the Kojic girls and girls. <laughs> I don't. Um, no, because I, I I I do have a lot of Kojic friends, and I do have I do come from a Kojic family. It's so a cult. um, I, <laughs> I love the Kojic girls and girls, but the red carpet is not an actual red carpet. You guys know that, right? Stop. Okay. No, 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 seriously, because a lot of people, like, thrive to be church famous, and it's sickening, and they, they take pictures on the red carpet, like, y'all, like, got paparazzi shooting at y'all, like, no, it's not an actual, like, it's not the actual red carpet, so come out of that. Come up and out.
0: Come up and out,
1: huh? <laughs> you... <laughs> Yo. <John.
2: laughs> he is
1: so churchy tonight. Tonight. Oh.
2: The
0: thing. The thing hijacked me. Listen, open.
2: you got to talk to that demon. Come up and out. <laughs> Come up and out. Oh, and I you. have. I have one more thing to say. Oh God. Um. I. I also want men who sing soprano to call me back.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Okay, I'm okay. done. Okay, so I'm, done. I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna say no name because there used to be a fellow who's very <clears> popular <throat> from the curjic from the Kurgic church, and I said come Kurgic, on Kurgic. Kurgic, <laughs> that really thought he was Tremaine Hawkins, and I just <laughs> like and it was always this false falsetto, and y'all know who I'm talking about. I know exactly who you talking about. <laughs> And I, was I know just exactly like, what you're talking about. Calm down from there. I will make the darkness light. Oh,
1: <laughs> no, what takes me out is a, a same person that we all know. I will never forget it. On Twitter, he posted a video of him on Twitter, and this person that we know said, Why do you always sing up there? <laughs> 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 Why do you always sing in your falsetto? <laughs>
0: So baby, now every time he sing, now it's I I I fall out because it's it's his register now, and I just I. Oh.
2: No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. That, that it, it which, just
1: that that is it like his crazy. register. It's
0: lower than what it was.
1: Yeah. Well, you know when you saw, okay, never mind.
0: <laughs> okay, uh-huh. Marvin, Gaye. <laughs> Marvin Gaye, go ahead, Marvin Gaye, <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Please wake up, please, please wake up and answer. See. Do y'all have some? Because I have, I don't know that, what's been happening in the street. Throwing that <laughs> neck. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna do this on my birthday. We gonna honor hey, me. Hey, honor ministry. me. <laughs> <laughs> guac guac two thousand. <laughs>
2: Hear me, <laughs> superhead.
0: When y'all see this video, y'all gonna fall out because the way oh, they God. just doing these nicks, I can't. <laughs> anyway.
1: I gotta tell you something you after that? we finish recording about that one too. It's gonna make y'all. Okay. Fall out. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can't put this on now, air.
0: <laughs> now the people gonna want to know.
1: <laughs> well, I tell it we never, I'm no, it no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> no, we no, 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 games.
0: No, we're not. No, no, no. Not on my birthday. I'm just not playing.
1: On I'm my just playing. I'm just playing.
2: <laughs> I bet y'all won't say the best neck y'all got. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We are showing out on your birthday. Sorry, Josh.
2: I hope you listen. Honor me. <laughs> me. I did I did get honored. Hello. Oh God. Edible show. Oh,
0: Marvin Gaye, please. Please. What's going on? Y'all, we Is lost the- Bob. Oh. Yes. That did happen.
2: He died. The full
0: house full house ain't so full no more.
2: Okay. But I did hear um. Actually, a few hours ago, I, I read that it wasn't drugs or foul play. So, well, of
0: course, they're gonna say that because he's white. Mm.
2: Right. <laughs> so, we'll wait for the autopsy. But, and then we lost Sydney Poitier, too. Oh my God. Yes. People dying ain't okay. never died before. They ain't never died before, and all the older ones
0: are going on. Uh, but it was interesting because you know we we had just recently lost Mother Betty, mm-hmm. and mm. um, I was on Facebook last week, and somebody literally had said, "Okay, well, we need to go check on um, you know Harry uh, Belafonte and um, Sydney, mm-hmm. baby." Mm. And then we look up, he gone. I went back and I went and back Sydney. to that post. I said, "Baby, don't never be concerned about me."
2: <laughs> <laughs> do not be that concerned is, about me that is not the will of the lord concerning because <laughs> <me>.
0: <laughs> don't don't be concerned about me because baby you be concerned and, and folks show up there like that year i was cons- i was really concerned about jan crouch and i said i ain't seen jan oh, God. baby she was it was because she got caught up uh, i used to get
1: boy. i used to get jan crouch and tammy faye baker mixed up <laughs>
2: Caught
0: up in the <laughs> it's, it's the hair and the eyelashes. You're that's right. that's why
2: right.
0: <laughs> okay. So y'all gotta y'all gotta leave this Marvin Gaye section because I've literally been on social media. I have been I've been sick. I've not been
1: I've been in my bed. I'm sorry. I've been in my bed.
2: <laughs> I got one. So I think it was on Twitter I saw Jesus
0: is wearing me out. You smacking in this camera. I'm so sorry. They slapped though, y'all. Woo. I can um, tell they sound like it. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You want a fast? Watch
2: it. Um, so I, I want one. <laughs> listen, huh? three ninety eight at Walmart. Um, but I saw. I think it was on Twitter. There was a lady, or well, somebody, took a picture of a lady texting somebody in her phone, saying, telling him to be quiet because I have COVID. And she was on a flight. I did see that. And of course it was a white woman. And I'm just like, that is so irresponsible. Yes. It's also it's also a crime. <laughs> um, but that's why like people have been asking me, Oh, when you're coming to LA, like I'm not going anywhere because I don't trust people. People. Yeah, that they're just not responsible. Because people are lying and, and they're and it's a blessing and a curse to be vaccinated and boosted because they're like, oh, well, I'm asymptomatic. It doesn't matter because you don't know if the person sitting next to you is vaccinated Correct. or if they're, you know, high risk or whatever. Right. So I just, and of course it, it, it was a white woman, of, of course. course. But on a full flight from what I saw and got the whole Rona. That's disgusting.
0: Couldn't have been I, me. I could, Cause, cause I, I would have.
2: A- attendant, you hear me,
0: right? Help. Attendant,
1: Help. attendant, attendant. Um, she's <laughs> get her off. off the flight now. Talk about some. Sh- um, oh wait. Speaking was... of COVID, I'm sorry. Girl. Um, <laughs> a mom was charged for stuffing her COVID positive teen <laughs> son in her trunk because she didn't want to risk it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: gonna say it like this: I ain't saying she wrong. I ain't saying she right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> baby <laughs> <laughs> take the precautions that you need to I'm not upset now surprisingly
1: upset. she was like cause
2: I <laughs> <laughs> did she have, as long as the son had or the kid had food and water
0: oh yeah, my right?
2: gosh that's horrible and I said not this she moment. didn't keep
0: him in the trunk she just transported him <laughs> in the
2: trunk
1: <laughs> but why are you gonna stuff your son in the trunk cause you didn't want to get <laughs> I
2: she understand. might be high risk
1: um correcting uh
0: cause 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 what, what happened if I catch you and, and you know you no longer have a mother.
1: But I think that's just that's just doing too much. You have to stuff your ten year old in the <laughs> trunk. Right? That's doing entirely
0: way too much. Like, come on. Come on, man. Baby, he would have been bubble wrap fooling with me. Not bubble wraps. Oh, <laughs> baby, you you're not coming up in him.
2: Oh, that Candace Owens chick talking about She'd rather die than get the vaccine. Okay. So, sh- sh- who is that? Some black the girl. English didn't black she? Girl. Th- th- didn't no, she, like, was advo- right advocate for um, she ad- Trump?
1: Sh- yes, she did. She's, uh, not, like... Uh, oh, my gosh. The words... You know, not be ignorant. ignorant. <laughs> Completely ignorant. A Completely nigger. ignorant. No, no, she's a nigger. What they eat her. Completely ignorant. You're a nigger. That's like and like all all, all my uh, this. This is about to be like real. Like never mind. I'm not gonna Uh go there. I'm not gonna go there. Say it. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm I'm not. (laughs) Say it. So I, I got. I got a lot of. Um. A lot of my gay friends got mad at me because I said one of my gay friends was being a faggot. So I was like, well, this nigga is doing faggot shit. So I'm going to call him a faggot because you're doing faggot shit. And he, they were like, you're gay. You know how, you know, derogatory that term is. I said, absolutely. But if you're doing faggot shit, I want to say you're a faggot. I'm not saying you're a faggot because you're gay. No, you're doing <laughs> faggot shit. So, Candace Owen, you're doing nigger shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm weak because I literally have a friend who lives in Houston. And we go out. And he just walks, and he was like, well, "I don't want to be around these punks."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wears me out.
1: It's yeah, like it's it's different. Like like when like you're like being derogatory. like you're say like calling somebody faggot just because they're gay. But like, okay, I get that. But like, if like if you're a whole nigga, like you got long dick, balls dropped, and you out here being messy and like just gossiping, <laughs> and the, you're being that's faggot shit to me. You're being a faggot. And Miss Candace Owens, whatever the last, because I, I really don't give a fuck, whatever your last name is, you're being, you're doing nigger shit. You're being a 100% nigger. You're a real nigger. She ignorant. said
2: she would rather die.
1: You'd rather die than get the vaccine. You're a stupid, like that is so stupid. Yeah, that's so stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, why would you say that? I, but That's it, like, admit- I got a
1: call the other day. I'm so sorry. Like, this just popped in my head. Like, while I was at work, before I went out, this lady called in and said that she's su- suing her job because they didn't honor her the religious addendum or something like that because she doesn't want to get vaccinated due to religious reasons. So you're suing your job because they're not honoring that.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I just...
2: Hmm. Well, okay, sis. Whatever. <laughs> Don't get it. Make it make sense <laughs> to
1: me,
0: please. Ugh. <laughs> okay, so y'all know I love Kim Burrell. Y'all, love I love, I love her. She, so there's this old interview she did with Lexi, where she talked about this fat woman who, you know, ran around the church, <laughs> and the lady died. <laughs> and she was like, you know, church people can be so superficial and so um, sacrilegious. She was like. They they said at her funeral she went out the way God wants she went out praising God and she went out she said that's so stupid <laughs> she said she, she said I don't mean no harm but God showed you how you felt about that because <laughs> when she left church he pulled the plug on it lights out <laughs> Kim is so ignorant why is she like <laughs>
1: yo I love Auntie Kim I love her. I love her. She gonna give it to you <laughs> straight from the head.
0: Maybe <laughs> she she said the following week we were driving with her behind her casket with our headlights on. She said sorry. <laughs> she I have,
2: meet, I have to meet her. I, I, have,
1: have, to meet. I have to.
0: Let me tell you, she gives the best hugs. I like it is like it's. I don't know if it's cause the the fluffiness, but it's okay. The best. I have to meet her. Like I I, I love, love her. that woman. I love, I
2: love that
0: woman. All right, so if we not if we don't have nothing, nothing else with Marvin Gaye, let's 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 get into this main topic. All right, let's go. So so this week we're talking about um, PTSD. Um, we're talking about choosing to live. So the name of this episode is "I've decided I've decided to live." <laughs> um, so we're talking about choosing to live beyond um, our traumatic experiences. And what living has looked like, so let me tell you where this came from, so because this is my birthday i'm I'm taking the liberty to talk about me because honor me um so usually <laughs> since since I can't drink every time y'all heard me hear me say honor me, take a shot whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> that's your See game it. Uh, <laughs> well you you started beforehand All right. So usually I'm really always excited about my birthdays. Like I'm really excited because I just you know I love celebrating my birthday. This year was different, and I couldn't I couldn't put um, my finger on why it was different. Like there was so much hesitation and resistance in turning 29. Um, I was like, a, you know, Junie tells me. Well, Josh, it's because you're getting old and you ain't got no, you ain't got no, you ain't married, you ain't got no kids. And I'm just like, okay. So I was like, is it that? And I was, it was not that. Because the idea of living with somebody for for like every day, no. I <laughs> <laughs> um so I really sat back and thought about it. And I was in therapy. I was in my therapy session, and I said, I got it. I convinced myself that I didn't deserve to live beyond 28. Mm -hmm. Uh. and Here's why. My brother died at 28. My brother was my hero. It was like, I I knew he wasn't perfect. I knew he wasn't, you know, but he was my hero because my brother was, he was my person. He, He was there for me, all of this. And... Because I aspired to be like him, some way, somehow, the the trauma of losing him made me convince myself that I wasn't supposed to live beyond what he did. Yeah. So I realized that I had a lot of survivor's remorse. And for me, it was my brother's death. But what survivor's remorse is is simply, um, it's, it's, it's guilt associated with, um, surviving traumatic events. It is, um, they, they occur, it occurs after like life-threatening or traumatic events. Um, you make it beyond places where other people didn't. So I just wanted to pose a question, um, have y'all experienced or do you face this idea or this this thing of called survivors remorse mm. like do you is are there situations that you feel guilty about making it through when other people who may have gone through the same thing didn't
1: that's a really good question <laughs> I never thought about it from that perspective because like immediately when I saw when I saw the t- uh, when you sent out the sheet or whatever um and survivors remorse I was like can't relate because me because uh, <laughs> I'm never gonna be remor- remorseful about surviving I'm never gonna be remorseful about making it out of the things that I made it out of um so, um, but as far, um, from an empathetic aspect, maybe, um, like if like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. So, <laughs> so, well, no, cause so, so in 2016, I was diagnosed with a disease, um, during that time, during, during my stay in the hospital, I was literally fighting for my life. Um, there was, i did not know if I was going to make it or not. Um, there was a point in time where my mom had to post up a, a Facebook status for me saying, "Hey, this is LaRon. This is LaRon's mom. He's not doing so well. Please limit your calls because he's trying to rest." Because I literally could not move. Like I was like, mm. you know what they say, dead to the bed. That's <laughs> I was literally not dead, but I was to the bed. Like I could not move. I had to. I had to. Then I was in the hospital I had to learn how to I had to take physical therapy again. I had to learn how to like really walk again. I couldn't talk at some point, so like I like that was a very traumatic experience for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I survived by the grace of God. Um, I came out alive. Thank you, Lord. Um, so I can't be remorseful for me, me being alive. But it does it 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 does make you feel bad that there are some people out there who did not survive.
0: Mm-hmm okay so so I, I I completely understand that um so let me let me ask a different question because the guilt is not always about other people um sometimes it, it it's interesting what trauma does to a mind mm-hmm. like it's really interesting absolutely um I've been thinking about this you know because. My life has been traumatic. It's been trauma since day one. Mm -hmm. Like I I was thinking, like, I was not the kid that was wanted. Like I was not a planned baby. Mm I I'm a product of a Mm one-off. Like my mom and my dad literally said, My mom made it something else. My dad said, no, like I wasn't even paying attention to your mom. Your mom was a good girl. And, you know, I knew I wasn't the dude for her because I was a bad boy. And, you know, I was really... Oh, should I say that? He was like, I was really trying to get at her sister. <laughs> <laughs> and interestingly... interestingly, in, ooh, Jesus. oh Jesus. Oh, <laughs> stay with it. Stay yeah, with it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've been speaking in tongues so much, it just it's not <laughs> like... anyway. Oh, that's uh, what it is. <laughs> interestingly is. enough, hmm. the aunt that he wanted we share the same birthday. I'm cracking
1: up. (laughs) So
0: it's like, I was born into a wild family dynamic Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, uh, like I was saying, they both admitted that it was just a one-off. Like, they didn't have, they weren't like boyfriend and girlfriend. It was, and then here I am. So for my mom seeing me, because I look just like my father, Mm -hmm. seeing me, every day like kind of made her look at me like "Mm." like i'm like i live with the with the knowledge of i know my mom looks at me and has some kind of resentment Mm -hmm. which is why me and my mom's relationship is what it is Mm -hmm. um so let me ask this question have you ever thought Yeah, this would be easier if I was just dead.
1: Well, of course, like, when I was, like, you know, going through, like, my depressive state, like, my suicidal phase, (laughs) of course... I just thought that, um, you know, the, the the pressures that I mean, like, I was a teenager, <laughs> so you know, just like the the pressures of life that I thought I was dealing with that at, at that adolescent stage where I was just like, well, not nah, I can. Eat. It, there were some moments in my early adulthood where I did it. I did attempt suicide, but even then, like looking back, it, it was like minute compared to like the shit that I survived now and the shit. You know, what I'm saying. So I get like during those times, I definitely thought that I, I can't handle this pressure. I can't handle my family dynamic. I can't handle there's just certain things I couldn't handle. So I definitely had those thoughts.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know if I necessarily had that exact thought or. If it's just been more of a question of. What would happen if I wasn't here? And what I mean by that is not necessarily like alive, but just not in that specific moment or in that specific place or situation. Hmm. How would, you know, this person or these group of people or whatever, you know, said conversation may be about, um, how would they operate? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a tough question. Cause I guess for me, like when I think of like traumatic events, um, I think, honestly, one of the most traumatic things that has ever happened to me was when I was 17. Um, I was with there were five of us in a car. Somebody was going to get a tattoo. And this was in Texas, in um, downtown Fort Worth. And we were leaving, I think, and going to another shop or something like that. And I will never forget this. So my f- best friend at the time was driving, and he... Before he realized it, he was in between two um, freeway exits. So he's basically was in the median and gravel. So if, for those of you who drive, gravel is very slick on tires. So before he knew it, I think we wanted to go north, but we were going south. And so he hit a turn. Baby, we hit that curve and flipped into a ditch. Hmm. And again, there's five people. Three of us in the back seat. I was in the right back seat. None of us had seatbelts on. Um, My friend Saba, I still remember her name, was in the front seat, uh, in the passenger seat. She had just had surgery on an ACL tear. Oh, And wow. then, yeah. So I literally, I remember it like it was yesterday. I literally, all I could do was reach my long ass arm across because her sister was in the back. And then my friend, Paul Gonzalez, was on the left side come on and right. And I grabbed, I reached my arm out and then I grabbed the little hook thing, you know, in the back seat and my life literally flashed before my eyes. And mind you, the car was turning, but it felt like it was in slow motion and we all got out. No injury, no harm. Saba's knee was fine. You know what I mean? And in that moment, you know, and, like nobody was drinking, there was no, none of that. Like, but it made me think about people who haven't been so lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I had, you know, to like, there's still purpose for me. Mm-hmm. And it's not to take away from, you know, and it's sad. And I don't want to diminish anybody who has, you know, because I've known people who have lost, you know, somebody to an accident or whatever, but we have to be careful with that guilt, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, sometimes it's a wake up call. Like maybe you didn't trust me enough or maybe you didn't believe like you thought you believed. Mm -hmm. now you do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will never forget that day ever. And I think about it ever so often when I see accidents happen. Um, and so when I think about survivor's remorse, it's more so like it's a reminder you know of a reason why I'm still here. Mm. Um so yeah, it's this is a great topic. <laughs> you, but okay, so it's
0: interesting that you say that you that you had this situation where your life flashed before your eyes cuz I've had a I had a, I've had a few of those. So they tell me that when I was born, like I had complications and I like almost died.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um like I always remember almost dying. Like um, I was in the third grade. I'll never forget this. I was at because we used to stay at my cousin. Like not live, but like we were just there all the time. We stayed at my cousin's house, um, in the apartments. If you're from Dallas, like from Oakley, uh, the, the the apartment complex used to used to be named Chauncer Village. And I went, I went uh, swimming, but um, I've always been like short, so. Um, I'm in this. I'm I'm on the side of the pool. I'm not in the water, but I'm on the side of the pool, and something happens where I'm either pushed in or I fall in. I don't I don't remember it, but I remember drowning. Hmm. Like I literally remember drowning, and which is why I'm I'm deadly afraid to drown like because there's nothing that you can do like mm. i i remember like reaching up like <gasps> like help me and nothing and like that white light thing that people talk about i literally saw like this white light and from mm. that point i don't remember anything else all i remember is i was on the side of the pool on my back and i was coughing up water mm. Like, I don't know how I got out of it. I don't, like, I don't remember. But from the time I was born, I've always had two choices. Die here or keep living. hmm Wow. And, ooh. Some 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 days I, like, I remember it, like, a couple of years ago, I remember driving from um, one of my ex-girlfriends died... And I went to her funeral and I'm we're at a funeral. And this is when the whole situation with me and my mom first happened. And I'm at the funeral. My mom is carrying chairs and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to let my mama do that. I'm your son. So I go pick up the chairs. So after the service, I'm like, you know, I'm lingering around like, hey, Um, she says, hey. And then she's like, OK, I got to go do something. And it was just this cold shoulder. And I'm like, okay, we're at a funeral. And I remember driving home and I cried so bad. And I was like, Lord, if this is what my life is going to be like, I just, I can't live like this. I all Like every instance of my life has been trauma. Like mm. every last one. Um, I remember very vividly, um, um, being a kid and I was in the fourth grade this time we were playing hide and go seek and we were at um, a relative's house and we my sister pushed me over the fence because she just she didn't want to get you know hit it wasn't her fault she was just but I fell face first on concrete tore all the skin off of my face mm-hmm. had to go to school still had to go to school. Kids are mean yes they are. And that developed a lot of insecurities in me, um, because half my face is gone. Like, I cr- like my aunt has a picture because my like my mom still got those school pictures. Um, made me take school pictures. Still got them. She passed them out to everybody. Um, my aunt still has, I like cringe every time I see it. I remember I had on this red plaid shirt. Why did I have on a red plaid shirt? Number one. Um, <laughs> but I, I had on this red plaid shirt and my head, I was, I smiled like this. And I, was just, <laughs> I was just like, okay, Don't I'm gonna smile. Cause you know, my mama want me to. Um, and then of course the trauma of, of sexual abuse. Mm hmm that that's that's huge for me i ask myself this question a lot what would my life be if that wasn't my story hmm. Hmm. because it happened so early and for so long from five to 13 it, it was like so it's 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 all of this trauma and it's like well why do i do why am i still here why do i still have life why hmm. do i why is it that these are my two options? Okay, you can die right here or you can get off Mm -hmm. or you can keep living. Um, So trauma, and I wanted to talk about this, especially today, um, because guilt is an enemy.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Guilt is an enemy and guilt will have you expecting to die and guilt will convince you that yeah, you you're not supposed to live. Just go ahead and leave. Mm-hmm. Um, trauma is very interesting. Trauma doesn't affect the, it doesn't affect everybody the same way. Um, there are people who have stories like mine who you know they they live regular lives. I have a lot of trust issues. I to this day do not trust men. I do not trust men um, because all of my abuse came from men, mm-hmm. you know? So it's it's like, even with relationships, it's like, mm, do I really deserve a good relationship? Because I think about all of the things that I've done, you know, I was just like, mm. so with this birthday, it was like, I was like, okay, I know I'm, I'm about to turn another age, but do I still want to do this? Do I still want to live? Because Mm -hmm. trauma is all I've known for Mm -hmm. 28 years. Mm. Trauma is all I've known. Mm. So I had to really make a decision. So before I get to that decision, um, so, we all have traumatic experiences. Um, or we all have that one traumatic thing that always lives with us. What did that post traumatic stress tell you about yourself or about your life?
2: It's funny that this is the topic tonight because um, literally, somebody, a follower of mine, he tweeted, um, this afternoon, he said, Why do so many of us self sabotage when something good comes along instead of just being present in the moment? Wow. Mm-hmm. And I said, to, like, without even connecting today's topic, I said to him, Trauma.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, And I specifically spoke about, Josh, it's funny you said dating. For me, the situation or the place that I'm in now, Um, Cause like one of of my last therapy sessions um, I was asked, you know, are you ready to to date again? I said, yeah. And you know, so she was like, well, you know, get out there. So I've been trying to do that. However, people have been stepping into my space and I'm like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. Mm. What can I do for you? Mm. You know? And so in a, in a, in a way that is, self-sabotaging because it's like I'm presenting myself, I'm putting myself out there and then when something good comes, I'm like dismissing it or I'm finding a reason to not like it or to not welcome somebody in. Mm -hmm. Case in point, I got, you know, I went on a date with somebody and it was okay, but now I'm like And so I'm in this place now where it's like there's a thin line between like, okay, this isn't right for me or I don't think I deserve it because of past traumas, Mm. you know? So that's something that I'm working through right now. Um, It's hard, you know, but I'm I'm being as honest as I can because, I mean, mean, we all know about dating. Like when you meet somebody, conversations are great. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly they die. And that's kind of me right now. Like on my end, the conversations have died. Mm. And I was asked, you know, like, did I do something? And I'm like, no. It said it's me. I'm just trying to work through shit of my yeah. own. And you know, it's so funny that we want somebody to step into our space, and then the moment they do, we got 21 questions. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck are you here? You know it's like, yeah. nigga, you asked for this shit. So <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah, trauma is it's rough. You know, and it's rough. And I'm in the residue. I feel like there's a residue of trauma for me. Yeah. um, That I'm just trying to navigate through right now. And it's really hard because, again, you question why people step into your space, even on a platonic level, too. Mm -hmm. You question why they step in your space. So, I don't know the answer, child. Yeah. (laughs) um,
0: It's... to your point, it's 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 definitely the a trauma response. It's like I know trauma is coming because that's what I'm I'm used to, so I'm gonna beat it to the punch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like okay, yeah, let's let's hurry this up. But uh, but the other thing, because that that's one of the reasons why I don't present myself as a talk to you every day kind of person because I know that's never gonna be me. It's <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. not. It's yeah. just not. If if you need me to talk to you every day, mm-mm. like uh, uh, hey, good morning. And that's it. I'm good. But uh, uh you miss me today? No, I don't. I I was tell, I was just I was just I have a mentee I was just talking to before we started recording. And I was telling her I was like um mm the, the whole idea of marriage, I'm too moody of a person. Like I live alone for a reason. Like I really live alone for a reason. Cause I don't have to talk to nobody. I don't have to like. I don't have to engage with nobody. I can like. I'm here when I want company. I have it when I do, when I don't have it. Um. Because I was like, you know, I was entertaining the thought of having a roommate, and I was like, mm, yeah, it. You know, of course mm-hmm. I would like to save money, but, but I my peace is more important. And literally for me right now, especially in this season, especially where I am in my life right now, my peace is the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. Like if you are interrupting my piece, I don't care. I don't care how cool you are. Bye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I see myself doing that a lot. It's 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 um, entertaining the idea of dating or getting a relationship, and then realizing, okay, yeah, I'm too moody. I'm I'm really, I and I hate how moody I am because like the smallest thing, like. It's weird. I want you here, but I don't want you in my face. Like be mm-hmm. o- be here, but be over there.
2: Just be present, honey. <laughs> just, just,
0: just, just be present. Check in every now and then, be like, Are you good? Okay, good. Um, but I, I even think that's a trauma response. It's um I have a picture that I'm gonna post on my Instagram. So if you're not following me, follow me just the way. Um mm. where because for my birthday, Again, this year, I decided that this year I was going to be my most intentional self.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so um, I, I posted my baby picture and I'm sitting on a rock. Um, and it's like, I'm, I'm sitting on this rock because it's just me. Um, and that's how I felt like most of my life that it's just me. Um, this next picture um, is like toddler me. And in my eyes, you can see like fear, so I'm holding on to the this rock, the rock that I was sitting on, I'm holding on to it because I'm like, okay, I just I just always wanted to feel safe or secure. I always feel I, w- I always want to feel like if the ground fell from under me, I still had something to hold on to, which is why I talk about this. I talked about this this season actually um with my best friend when she walked out of my life unexpectedly it was like that's when I got that I was using people as floaties, that when when my life was falling apart, I would reach out to people. Um, and it's not to say that I didn't love them for real. It was that was just how I stayed afloat. Why am I holding myself like, like Kim and Yolanda you know. Nailman? <laughs> 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 but I would do that. Um so what trauma taught what ta- trauma told me about my life was that I didn't deserve life. I didn't deserve to live. I deserved to get what I got, mm-hmm. and I was to be happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, trauma told me that um, it was always going to be in my life. That I couldn't get rid of it. Mm-hmm. That I was going to always be disappoint- disappointed. I struggle real, real bad with disappointment, which is why if you go back, especially these last few years, college it wasn't a big thing because um, I was away at school. So I, you know, but since I've been back home, if you go back and look at my birthday posts, I'm always sad on my birthday. Mm -hmm. I'm always mad on my birthday because I, if you know me for real, I don't ask people for nothing. I don't ask people for anything. So the one moment I ask you to just show up, if you've ever been to a Josh DeWay house function or party, Mm -hmm. I don't ask for anything. I cook. I have food. I have the liquor. I have everything here. He ain't lying. All I I want is your presence. Mm -hmm. And for people who say they love me, my birthday is the same day every year. Mm-hmm. Who at the last minute say, "Oh, I'm not going to be able to show up." You, you mean you can't show? Up. I'm not asking you for anything. You can't show up for me. I carry disappointment, especially on my birthday, which is why now it's just like I don't. I would rather just do my birthday alone. Like this even happened last year. Um, I had a game night, and then I had what? It was a brunch, and then I. I something you came to him jeremy mm-hmm. but um i was upset because it was like okay i don't ask for nothing i don't i don't ask for nothing and y'all mean to tell me, this one day this one weekend y'all really mm-hmm. or if you come you only come to eat the food that i cooked and then you out you gone mm-hmm. you don't come to enjoy me to celebrate life, niggas ain't me.
1: bring a gift.
0: No, Ew, That's so tacky. <laughs> um, I remember, and this is the last party I had. I'm gonna have a thirtieth party though. As um, you should. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to figure out how I'm gonna do it. I had a I had a birthday party when I was 25. I, remember I rented that. I rented this um this oh, uh, space yeah. downtown, and everybody was like, "Oh, Josh, yeah, we are coming, we coming, we coming." I spent. Like $1,500.
2: You were pissed. <laughs> I remember this. I remember this story.
0: 10 people showed up. Yeah, you were pissed. I remember. Like the day of people. Hey, I'm not going to... I'm not... And if you know me... If you have something for your birthday, Josh is going to be there. Mm-hmm. If you tell me, Josh is going to be there. Because mm-hmm. one of my biggest things is showing up for people. It's presence. Presence means a lot to me. Right. So if you tell me something is important and you want me there... I don't Mm. care if I got to sink, swim, or float to get there. I'm going to be there. (laughs) Period. And when I looked out and, you know, and I I say 10 people, but, like, people I I call friend, it was maybe three. The rest Mm. of them was my cousin. It was my cousin. It was my pastor. And it was the three friends I had at the time. Mm. And... It, it it made me... I was I was pissed. <laughs> I really was pissed because why tell me you're going to be there and then the day of... Uh, matter of fact, stop doing that. Stop waiting <laughs> to the day of to tell people that you're not going to be able to make it. I understand things happen and life happens, but nine times out of ten, you know two, three days well in advance that you're not That's feeling you're not it, coming. You're, not go- yeah. you're not coming. By that time, people have already spent money, Especially when food is involved, that's that's a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know. So that was one of the reasons why I had why I just started having stuff in my house, doing game nights and stuff. Um, but but yeah, I, I have I have mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety around having events because I'm so used to being disappointed. Disappointed. Trauma has taught me, Josh, you're gonna always be disappointed. So that's one of the lives the disappointment. Leron, <laughs> Leron. <laughs> That's genius. I don't know if you can't hear me. <laughs> oh, you, you probably be lagging.
1: Not me. My I, God. I, I say, I'm I am <sighs> <laughs> Am I still lagging?
2: Maybe,
0: maybe we'll
1: just right? calling?
0: Baby, we just calling your name. That's what. Kim, so that's what Kim I'm did sorry, to me one day please. when she called me on her live one day. Mm-hmm, she was like, "Joshua, <laughs> Joshua," and baby, I was just in my phone, just mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay,
1: well, you know, I just I just spent that money on that laptop, so hopefully that'll help fix the issue. <laughs> um, but I will say. Um, <laughs> For me too like i like I will say like the trauma did did teach me that I wasn't worthy of certain things mm. like i like i I felt that um I felt like you know because of the situations I went through that I wasn't worthy of relationships like no no one would want me after dealing with what I dealt with mm. um that people would view, view view me as tainted or untouchable, <laughs> you yeah. know what I was saying after I dealt with what I dealt with. So um for me that was the biggest thing. It's just I like I just felt unworthy, tainted. I like no one and then it caused me to retreat into myself. Um, because I'm like, Well, if nobody wanna be around me, if nobody want me then, you know, I might just be in my own little corner, my own little chair. Right. Not bother nobody. So in was, the corner,
0: <laughs> in my little
2: chair. Yes. I was thinking about that.
1: In my own little corner, in my own little chair. That's how I yes. felt though. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I felt. Like I did, like that that experience just really made me feel, in one word, unworthy. Just unworthy mm-hmm. of everything. I'm of ro- romantic relationships. I felt like I was a, a disappointment to my family. Um, I felt um, that my family was embarrassed of me. I so saw I wasn't worthy of their... I wasn't worthy of um, their pride in me, I will to say. Um, yeah, it was just...
0: For me, that's what it was. Okay, so... Oh, you were about to say something, Jeremy?
2: Um, just I think it goes back to when we talked about um settling. hmm it Is it's like it's so interesting. Self sabotaging, trauma, and settling are all cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They They're all together, cohesive they? They, and mm-hmm. not for my good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not Romans 828. No, but because I mean, like you said, you just, you just get used to disappointment and hurt and, you know, whatever the case is. And then you find yourself, it goes back to what I, what I've said and what I'll continue to say. Um, You get used to somebody hurting you. That's all you know. Mm -hmm. And you become attracted to it. Yeah. And you don't want to get away from it because that's now become your identity. Mm -hmm. You know? And so it's just so interesting, you know, because we, you know, as we talk about like things we experience, especially like traumatic events, but they have such a stronghold on us and we don't know how to let it go because we're not sure of the person that will become when ideally cause I like, I think about like my life and the mistakes that I've made. And I always like living in Los Angeles, like I really became a man. And I was like, I think about like the money decisions I made and like running up credit cards and shit like that. And my car getting repossessed. I mean, just all those things, mm-hmm. I would not trade them for anything because it's made me into the person that I am, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but it's so interesting that certain areas of our lives we don't want to um forget. However, when certain things like relationships and shit like that, we hold on to that trauma for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I mean, this is just a self-realization for me. Um, because I'm fearful about I'm not really fearful about a lot of things, but when it comes to dating again, bitch, uh uh-uh. uh. No. <laughs> like I don't yeah. want to do it. But I'll hold on to the things that I've been through because I've I've seen how it can, you know, I've seen how it's blossomed me into the person that I am. But I somehow disregard that when it comes to specific traumas. So I don't know what that is or how to correct it. You know, um, this is interesting.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that my... My trauma related to loss cripples mm. me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, we we know I just got a new car. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, AmeriCredit, they're financing my car. They called me yesterday, and my heart sank. And it was like, okay. So y'all about to tell me it's it's fake that y'all changed your mind? Mm. Like even that mindset is like huh? Mm-hmm. when they was just calling to get another piece of information mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. the dealership hadn't sent to them mm-hmm. and i was just like it's like when you're used to losing mm-hmm. yeah you expect to keep losing right? yeah oh i did baby this is minister to somebody because mm-hmm. i feel you mm. but um you expect to keep losing um so yeah i i in the in the realm of loss it's like every every person that I had coming up with me that was team Josh I've lost mm. and that's not that's that's no slate that's no um, you know shade to anybody who's in my life that's Team Josh right now I'm saying those that came up so my my great grandmother um, my grandmother, my brother, my best friend, my ex girlfriend. I haven't. I haven't experienced a lot of death in my family or in my close relationships, um, but those five people, they all died back to back. So mm-hmm. it was my great grandmother who absolutely adored me, mm-hmm. um, like I was her baby. Like my great now, my great grandmother had fifteen children, and they all had a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but she adored me. Like I was special to her. Um, losing her hurt me. The next year, my grandmother died. Um, uh, she calls me wawa you know, um, she died. Um, that was 2010, 2011. My brother died and My brother dies my freshman year of college. I'm away from everybody. That's when I blew up and was 200 pounds and, you know, (laughs) baby fat Josh was present. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, and then 2017, my ex-girlfriend dies, who, although our relationship didn't work, uh, which is partly my fault because, you know, once she crossed my boundary, it's just like... I'm done, but we worked absolutely. We absolutely worked as friends. She died, and like she was the only, like she was the one that was like, okay, like she was like my sounding board in a lot of places. And then last year, my best friend walks out of my life, and it's just like, wow, all of the people who I had, I don't have them anymore. Mm -hmm. So I really struggle with loss. Mm-hmm. Like, and which is why I try to hold on to people and things. And I'm just like, Mm-mm, stay mm-hmm. here. What mm-hmm. I got to do to keep you here? Okay, let's do it. Thomas, the choo choo train. Yep. I every, was waiting on when he was going to make week. his appearance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> Thomas. we an hour and 12 in, and we, that's the we, first yeah, time.
0: That's the first huh. time. Hey, Thomas. Um, <laughs> hey, Thomas. Glad you could make your appearance this episode. Um, but yeah. Um, so, I always expect to lose stuff now. Hmm. So every like every every time an opportunity presents itself, it's just like mm, like filling out applications for a new job because I desperately need a new job because I cannot do the rest of this year doing mm. what I do <laughs> can't. Um, it's just like uh, I'm because. I didn't lose my job in college, but I quit it, and then I couldn't. I couldn't get another one, which is where my fear of dependency or codependency comes from, mm-hmm. of having to rely on people for my basic needs of life. I can't go back to that place. Can't do mm-hmm. it. So it's interesting. It's interesting what trauma lies to us, and we believe. Very much so. We we believe the lie that trauma tells us. So. Um, we're all still we're all still clearly alive so what made you want to keep living
1: for me um it was when i realized that my diagnosis wasn't my death sentence how yeah. Um, and this could be for any type of diagnosis that you may have, whether it be, um, you know, a a physical ailment, um, you know, a mental, you know, ailment, whatever you're dealing with, that diagnosis is not your death sentence. You, as long as you're still breathing, as long as there's still breath in your body, there's still a plan for your life and you still have the opportunity to make that shit pop. Um, so for so for me that that, that was i i just realized I, I just looked at myself in the mirror one day and said you know what laron you're still alive um god kept you alive um for a reason now uh you need to do some inner work first <laughs> you need to um heal yourself first um and then just go go after and and don't don't let fear be your inhibitor don't let mm. fear immobilize you, I, and that's one thing that just, just now, just the beginning of this year. Like with what uh, endeavors that I have planned out for this year, like even with something that I have planned out this, uh, later on this year, I called my best friend and I was like, "Bryson, I'm, I'm so scared that this that, that this event is going to fail. I'm so scared mm. that nobody's going to show up. I'm so scared." But he had to like really encourage me, and I'm like, "You know, Leron, you, 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 there is." there are people out here that need you that people out here that that need this um and you have worked hard and prepared yourself both both in mentally emotionally you're doing the work so you know have faith in that thing so yeah, it, it, that was me just just knowing that your diagnosis my diagnosis was never my death death sentence and as long as i'm breathing um there's still purpose um, and there's still a goal to i will i don't think i'll ever be um content and I think that's just a hustler in me like I like I I don't don't think I'll ever be at a place to where like I'm like okay I'm good (laughs) like I just to just think that I'm I'm just going to always want to push for more because there was a time in my life where I allowed uh the trauma and um the PTSD to like really hold me bondage to like you know and, and caused depression in my life where I, like, I had no motivation, no drive, no nothing. So now that I got, you know, I got my win back. Hey. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my win back. I'm going to keep, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, that, ain't,
0: that what, ain't that what they do?
2: Crying
1: corn. Uh, okay. Oh, never mind. So um because Larry <laughs> because Larry just dropped some good tea about Brian Carr, but we're not gonna go there.
2: All right, sis. So <laughs> so what, what does sis do? No, no. We'll we're, we're not
1: we're, we're, We'll talk about it later. But yeah, because we no, in the vein. So we in the vein right we, now. We in the vein. We're in the vein. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're diagnosed, you're not your death sentence. Keep on pushing, keep on going. You're not there are there are too many people that there are there are the cemetery is full with unfulfilled promises. Mm. With unfulfilled dreams, and I refuse to ever end up like that. So as long as I'm alive, I'm 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 going to keep on doing what the Lord has placed on my heart to do. Um, I'm going to chase after my dreams full throttle. Nah, yeah, that's just it. I'm deciding to live. Hiya, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think um, what keeps me going, especially in this season that I'm in, because it's so interesting that, you know, from a day-to-day, on a day-to-day basis, when people ask, how are you? It's so different. Every day is so different. Mm -hmm. And for me, every day is so different, you know? So sometimes when people ask me, how are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm here, you know, um, especially battling depression and you know for the last few months and um navigating through that and as a person who you know i pride myself in persevering through shit but these last few months have just been so heavy you know and i, I this is in sometimes when people ask me how are you i'm in my valley experience i really am mm-hmm. yeah um because i'm having to learn how to trust god all over again in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are a lot of days, not a lot of days, almost every day I wake up, it's hard for me to get out of bed. Um, If I didn't have these two little fur animals, I would probably be in bed all day, you know, but I'm like, they got to go out. So I get my ass up. But um, more importantly, if for no one else, there is somebody somewhere watching me and my story and they may be pushing themselves because I'm still here. Mm -hmm. And so if for no other reason, I have to keep living so that somebody else can live. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so interesting that we, we never know how people um, are impacted by us, but I'm reminded ever so often you know, people send me messages or whatever, or, you know, especially with this podcast too, like DMs yeah. come through and I'm like, thank you so much for sharing. And it's like, that was never my intention. And then God is like, Hey, this is why, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. I know, I understand what you're going through. And then something else, this is just dropped in my spirit. We have to stop looking at trials and tribulations as punishment mm-hmm. and start and start looking at, start looking at it as a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because God strategically places trials and tribulations in our lives so that we can learn and take from whatever it is that we need to. Absolutely. And that's a and that's a hard place to get to, trust me. Cause I'm yeah. like, what are you God, what are you doing? I've been asking him that every day. What are you what doing? What am I doing? <laughs> what is this? What is <laughs> <Yeah. are> this? <laughs> but yeah, so like if for no other reason in my life um, I'm going to keep going because there's somebody, you know, watching me mm-hmm. and I don't know who it is and I may never know who it is. um, And that's okay, but it's enough for me to keep pushing myself.
0: Mm-hmm. So here's my answer, and this is going to be my birthday announcement that I'm going to actually post. Um, I have a two-part answer. Up until now, I stayed alive for other people. Hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is I have little brothers like Junie, JJ, all who look up to me. And especially after the death of my brother, I said, I can't put them through that again hmm. because they love me. They love me. And... Um, if I'm telling the truth, okay here here come the tears, I feel them. If I'm telling the truth, the only reason I hadn't commit suicide is because of them. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: It's because I remember... I remember the feeling, of my heart falling out of my chest when my uncle called me and told me my brother had died. Mm -hmm. And I made a decision that I was not, if I had anything to do with it, although there are many days I want to die because Mm. it's just too much. It's just too much. Especially because my heart is good there are a lot of days I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm good. Oh no out, you know. Um, but I made a decision, my last suicide attempt, that no, I I this is what I said. I said, no, not until they're old enough.
2: Wow.
0: Oh, this podcast brings out all of my truth. Wow. Not until they're old enough to handle it. Um, so my birthday is today when this ep- when this episode airs. And the reason I named this episode I've decided to live is because that's my new decision. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying alive for them now. Mm-hmm. I want to live. Mm-hmm. And this is why I use the word live and not alive in the title. There are people that are in comas who are on life support, who are on ventilators, who mm. are on machines that are still technically alive, mm-hmm. but they're not living.
2: They're not living. Yeah. Two. All
0: of my life, I've known trauma. I've known, like, I've been acquainted with trauma. Mm-hmm. This year, and I'm saying this in my full authority of the Holy Ghost, this year and beyond, trauma is done. Trauma living is done. Mm -hmm. And I've made a decision that I'm going to live. Mm -hmm. Why? Because God wants me to live. He does not just want me alive. He wants me to live. To live means to enjoy my life. Right enjoy my life without fear, without trauma, without the, without, um, anticipating being disappointed. Um, so I'm, I'm setting a lot of boundaries that I've never set before. Um, and I, honestly, I don't care how long we've been friends. I don't care how long, if you disrupt that, I'm going to call it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and because, because, I'm not allowing anything else to disrupt my life. I'm living for me now. Mm -hmm. I'm living in, in, if my life blesses you to God, be the glory for that for you. Mm -hmm. But my purpose in life is to live. I'm going to live. And I do mean this. I'm going to live the hell out of my life. Mm -hmm. Period. and, 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 And when it happens for me, I don't want to hear, oh, Josh, you boastful and you proud. Baby, 28 years of my life was dedicated to trauma Mm -hmm. and to suffering Mm -hmm. and to many days making people laugh and and smile and then me myself going home, laying down, crying myself to sleep. So excuse me. Excuse me. This is my public service announcement of the emergency (laughs) broadcast system. I'm going to live... You understand me? Mm-hmm. Feel how you feel about it. Feel how you feel about me. Um, and if this is where you get off, it's been nice. But I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live. And I mean that by my, <coughs> again, in my full authority of mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost. I mean Not that. exist, but live. I, I'm going to live. I'm mm-hmm. going to laugh. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to do, like, I started back working out. Um. And it's unto life. Mm -hmm. It's because I have sat back and I've, I've accepted that I don't, you know, nobody wants me anyway. So just whatever. I don't care how I look. No, Mm -hmm. it ain't about y'all no more. It's not, it's not about y'all. It's about me. I'm going to be at a place. I'm going vacation. I'm a travel. I don't, I don't need you to go with me. I don't, I do not need you to go with me. I'm not. And this is literally what I told my therapist. Um, she was asking about relationships. I said, I'm just no longer interested in convincing people of my value, number one. And I'm certainly not interested in begging people to be a part of my life. Baby, if you don't want to be here, hey, mm-hmm. that that Josh is gone. And it's not even if you tell me that. If you show me by your actions, if you disrespect Absolutely. my boundaries, if you interrupt my peace, you're showing me that you don't want to be in my life and I'm going to help you to the door. You understand Absolutely. me? I'm going to, and I mean this, and it sounds harsh, but I really mean it from the depths of my soul. I almost said penis, but I'm not saying that. Ah. I mean that from the depths of my soul. <laughs> um, yeah. you definitely you know, getting have, closer
1: to 30.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I am getting closer to 30. And it's just like um, 28 years is a long time to be dedicated to trauma mm-hmm. and to only know that. Now, have I had some good days? Have I had some? Yeah, I have. But the totality of it has been traumatic. Mm -hmm. I'm not going into the rest of my life like that. Mm -hmm. So that's why this birthday is now special to me because it's the end of... Because, again, my brother died at 28, and I convinced myself that I shouldn't live beyond 28. So 28, I'm, I'm taking this as the year... That my trauma died. Twenty nine, baby. It's life. It's life, Absolutely. and I'm going to live it. I'm going Absolutely. to live it. So, um, happy birthday to me. Honor me. Uh, <laughs> honor me, because no. I do honor. Yes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's end the show. Who, who we dragging? Thank y'all for having this conversation with me, first of all. Yeah, it absolutely. wasn't on our agenda, but I just needed to do that for my birthday because I wanted absolutely. to honor myself. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Come on, LeBron, hurry up. So me. um
1: this week, um uh Miss Covid. You and your aunties and your cousins and the third cousins twice removed—all these different fucking variants that just keep on popping up out of nowhere. Y'all really dragging ready. it. Every other day, it's a new variant. Y'all really dragging it. I am so over COVID and all your different extremities. <laughs> you have so many different variants. Like you're dragging it. Um, I, I I'm just ready. And you know, they, they did say when the start of, when the start of that pandemic happened. They said that COVID is never going to go away. It's just like, like another flu, that you're going to have to get vaccinated. Ah, 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 whatever. But enough is a fucking enough. <laughs> enough is a fucking enough. America, continue to wear your mask because y'all dragging it too. <laughs> it is said that China shut down a whole city because three people had COVID. They shut down the entire city, like, with a billion person population because three people had COVID. But America, y'all ghetto ass continue out here and not wear your mask and being irresponsible. But COVID, you are most definitely dragging it. I'm ready for you to take your exit. It was not fun while it lasted. Um the only fun the only fun part was the extra, you know, money that we were getting when we were a follower from our jobs and the STEMI was great too. But now it's time to uh Thomas to train you're dragging it too.
0: <laughs> well he's agreed
1: Thomas agrees Thomas agreed all right COVID I believe the fat lady has sung it's time for <laughs> you to take your exit we're done with you girl please please
0: amen <laughs> hey, oh so before we before we close the show is there anything that anybody want to have that get off your spirit I got some.
2: I, um,
0: oh, go ahead. No, no, no,
1: no. No, you go ahead. Because you, t- you was asking if she was still thinking. Do you have it or do you not have it?
2: Are you <laughs> has it come? Has it come? I have it.
1: Okay. I have it. Okay. Go ahead.
2: Um. <laughs> don't be afraid to get help. Nice. Um. Especially, it's a blessing and a curse to be black because. It's instilled in us to be strong. Um, and I say that because I. somebody tweeted, I don't even follow the person, but she asked a question. She said, what is a black man's greatest struggle? And I said, to be vulnerable. And or I said, being vulnerable, um, seen as a weakness. And we have this stigma in our culture that you have to be strong and you have to take the shit and just deal with it. And that's not healthy. Um, I'm the living witness of reparations and what that looks like. I've been strong for too long. Mm -hmm. And now at the age of 33 going on 34, it's caught up to me and all the shit that I've like, kind of just pushed away or, you know, been like, Oh yeah, I'm good. It's all caught up. Um, so, and here's depressions here, like, Mm -hmm. and it's chilling Mm -hmm. and you know, it there, I have my days. I have my days where I'm like, I'm good. And I have my, like Josh, you said living alone. I'm so glad (laughs) I live alone because if I was, you know, shacking up or married or whatever, God bless, because mm-hmm. just to be able to be in my house and not talk to anybody, you know, it helps. So do not be afraid to ask for help. Um, it does not make you weak when you ask for help. It makes you weak when you don't ask.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Um. Yeah. Just don't feel like you're above correction. Don't feel like you're above asking for help. That is the first step to being a better person. So yeah. that's what I got. Erica Campbell said, hell.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. Hell <laughs> Thank group. God she wasn't.
2: She was on yeah. she was on pitch too. Thank God. Oh okay. my goodness, Jeremy. I'm cracking up. Um what? for me.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> Jeremy and me lose my train of thought. Thaw- <laughs> Fuck.
2: I'm sorry. Y'all know she'd be a little pitchy though. Tina be on pitch, Eric. Shut up.
1: Okay, so for me, um, Josh, you you kind of were talking about it earlier, but um, I I want us to change our perspective. Um, one of um uh, one of my good good girlfriends said um. There's no there's never really any losses. There's wins and there's lessons. Mm. So um I just want to encourage you just to, um encourage anybody out there, anybody out there listening that just to change your perspective on that thing, that, that it w- it wasn't something that you lost, it was a lesson that you learned. Yeah. Um so you know, there are you win some, you learn some. And that's that.
0: Yeah. I like that. My mom my mama says it like this. She said, Every loss ain't a loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What I want to leave you all with is this. This is word of wisdom. Don't go to your new doors expecting the history of your disappointment. This is not that. I felt that in my shundo. This is not that. that. It will not be like that this time. Mm -hmm. Don't disqualify yourself. From the new, because you 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 keep expecting the old. Mm-hmm. Let the old be the old. Let it live there, and you move in the now. You live in the now, and th- in this now, there's a new thing. So open yourself up to experience the goodness, and tell trauma by. Tell trauma by. Tell trauma by. <sighs> Well, well, listen. We've come to the end of another episode, and um, there's only one more. <laughs> there's only <laughs> one more episode before we end the season. Um, we've had a a, a great ride. Um, mm-hmm. I don't say that.
1: Yeah, don't start. Don't 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 we, don't, don't don't don't.
0: We had a great ride. We had a great ride. There were three, and three we, three we are. <laughs> it's the crown. It's it's the crown. Um, out of pocket we are excited we are excited and uh we won't be gone long so um thank you send me your happy birthday wishes because i will accept them um so once you listen to this episode you know shoot me a dm or something um i'll make myself available to respond thank you um and uh i'm i'm accepting uh, monetary donations as well huh uh honor me (laughs) so we will see y'all next week um again remember to always lead with love kindness compassion uh be understanding and because you just never know what the next person is going through uh check on the strong ones because you're just automatically assuming that because they're strong that they don't need assistance um stop that um live love and be well till next time
2: you made it through a whole episode without cussing. I just wanted—I will, will—I will—I will honor that. Honor yeah. me. I will honor that. But very that's very yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get from me. <laughs>